This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. The following episode is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special report from Travel Is Your Business. I'm the head of programming for Mouth Media Network, Mark Rago, and uh, I'm here today with a follow-up on last week's episode on Travel Is Your Business, where we recorded from the Ford Hub NYC, uh, pretty exciting episode interviewing Brandon Titel from Postmates and Brittany Lewis from Chariot. And uh, it just so happens that uh, we, on the heels of that interview, Chariot has a, a, a pretty significant announcement in New York. And uh, we've been able to convince Brittany Lewis to come into the studio and share it with us and unpack that a little bit. So we're going to do that in just one moment because the show starts right now. From New York City, this is Travel Is Your Business, covering the intersection of technology and business in the travel industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the special report on Travel Is Your Business. Again, I'm Mark Rico, and I'm here in studio with Brittany Lewis, the marketing manager for Chariot. And uh, first of all, welcome Welcome to the show again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. It uh, hasn't been too long. But yeah, it hasn't. It's <laughs> a few days. So uh, let's start th- with this very quickly since Chariot is really getting it done, but slightly new on the global scene can you just uh, remind anyone of who chariot is if they either didn't hear last week's show or or just haven't uh, connected to chariot sure so chariot is an app-based crowdsourced commuter service mm-hmm. and we focus on the twice a day commute bringing people to and from work with comfortable affordable and reliable service um, and we launched in new york about a month and a half ago okay that's really cool what what separates you guys from the rest of the pack what is the the value prop of chariot Sure. Um, Well, in New York specifically, uh, we have Wi-Fi on all of our vehicles, which is the first city we've done that. Um, But beyond that, we give consumers the opportunity to really drive, uh, so to speak, the the routes that we have and the service that we give. So our consumers tell us where they want to go in the city, and then we launch service based on what where they want to go. So you guys are basically the the first service like this that puts the Passenger in the driver's seat. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> Though our drivers are. You can are... <laughs> use that if you need to. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, yeah, our drivers actually uh, are all employees of Chariot, too. So, unlike mm-hmm. rideshare or other services where you don't really know who you're getting, every day our drivers are out there um, using our Ford transit vehicles and. Um, you know, you know what you're getting. You're yeah. a lot of our riders now. They they love getting on at you know exactly 8:45 at this one stop because they know they're going to get this driver, and that's an, an essential part of their morning now. So you guys are fairly new in New York. You've only mm-hmm. been here about a month and a half yep. as as of the time of this recording. Uh, congratulations. This is your fourth city. What are the other cities you guys are in? Uh, we launched in San Francisco, um, in 2014. So that was our first city. And then we went to Austin, Texas and Seattle, Washington. 
So you've been in New York for a month and a half, and that leads us to uh, your announcement. So mm-hmm. let's let's get to it uh, and and uh, talk about what we're reporting on. What is the big announcement that Chariot has? Sure. Well, we're super excited to announce that we are launching our first crowdfunded route in New York City uh, on October 10th, and that will run from Williamsburg to Midtown. Wow. Okay. So uh, for those that don't completely understand what a crowdsourced route is, sure. can you elaborate, please? Sure. So... The way Chariot uh, launches service is we go to our riders and mm-hmm. and our interested riders and ask them where they want to go. And so if you visit our website, chariot.com slash routes, you can essentially found your own service area and you input your commute. And if we don't offer service there, you can then choose to back it with a nominal amount of money um, that more provides us with uh the clarity around, okay, you are committed to this. You definitely want this service. And then you get the option to push out that route to your neighbors, to your friends, to your coworkers who are probably interested in a very similar commute. Um, and so once we get a certain number of backers, uh, we're able to launch service and we both know where to go and we know essentially who's going to be on there. Um, so yeah, so that's what the crowdfunding aspect of it is. Very interesting. And uh, when you support something financially like this, Mm -hmm. uh, do you get any type of financial credit for what your contribution has been? Yeah. So basically, once we launch service, that fee pays for your service for that first week. And it's much less than what you would be paying uh, if you were paying per ride. Um, And it's not, uh, you know, it it varies city to city based on Mm -hmm. um, the service areas, but it allows us to confirm that you are committed to the route and not just popping in information. And, you know, that's helpful too sometimes, but we want to know that you're actually wanting to ride there. So uh, this is uh, going over some material that we did, uh, Mm -hmm. some content we did in in our last interview with you, but I think it's relevant. Um, Why is a company like Chariot such a big deal? What, why, what, I'm not saying it isn't, I'm saying, let's talk about that. What, <laughs> yeah. why, why, so crowdsourcing rides, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Giving people what they want. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And it's just, it's a differentiator, but why is making something like this available actually a very significant, um, city opportunity, sure. uh, urban opportunity mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and all the other way. I don't, I don't want to say it for you. I'm going to let you say. All <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Well, I, I know I mentioned this, uh, in our previous podcast, but you know, right now about 50% of the population lives in cities and that's expected to grow by 60% by 2030. That's a lot of freaking people living in small, dense areas. And as cities begin to grow, they have to think about how their people are moving. And that's what Chariot and Ford want to help them do, to reimagine what transportation looks like in a city, to Mm -hmm. help reduce congestion, to help get people off the streets, um, uh, and and get cars off the streets rather and, and help them, you know, get where they need to go faster and, and think about it earlier before the cities are super developed and traffic has already gotten out of hand. (laughs) So I have a question for you as a marketing manager, Sure, the marketing manager. Uh, the name Chariot, really cool name. Mm-hmm. Chariot is a really cool name, but it does evoke a bit of old world um, <laughs> sure. feeling about it. So um, talk about the intention of that, because what you're selling is the new the new wave of doing something, mm-hmm. and, but it's named as an antiquated 
approach to transportation. Sure. Uh, so what was the thinking on that? Um, well, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't around when they mm-hmm. named the company, so I can't speak directly to uh, the initial thoughts there. But um, there is this sort of sense of community mm-hmm. that you get on Chariot. You've got 14 people. They're 14 passenger Ford Transit fans um, that we that are that is a Chariot, and there's sort of the sense that it it arrives. It can take you where you want to go. You reserve your seat in the app and walk out and it's there. Uh-huh. So our slogan is not your chariot has arrived. Um, but there is that sort of sense yeah, and I understand. It, there is that, yeah. um, sort of notion that it's on demand. It's there for you. It's, it's, it's a personal experience. So riders can expect, uh, possibly the same driver much of the time mm-hmm. or for some period of time. Sure. Uh, so that creates a sense of community. And mm-hmm. if it's the same, uh, set of riders on, a, on an ongoing basis may not always be the same people, but right. some common people you may see common faces. Um, what is Chariot, if anything, thinking about in terms of fostering that sense of community in those rides? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you able to do that's, that's say, cost effective that can um, can push those boundaries a little bit and create opportunities on the shuttle's is that what you're calling them shuttles or we call them chariots Chariots. (laughs) cool we'll stick with that so on the chariots uh what are you guys able to to do that uh, at least even in the early days yeah i mean even in the early days and now you get on and you're sitting very close to someone else on the chariot i mean we there's obviously personal space but you you're kind of in there for the commute and if your commute's 15 minutes if it's 20 minutes whatever that looks like you even from a cost-effective standpoint, we don't have to do anything mm-hmm. in the sense of if you hop on and you're having a conversation with someone and you realize that you work in the same space or maybe right. there's an opportunity for partnership from a work perspective um, or a personal perspective, maybe you become friends. We've had um, people in the company, you know, they've, they rode around early on uh, and got invited to early riders' weddings. You know, there's you sort of develop this That's rapport with people. Especially in a place like New York. Yeah. Where you don't look at another person on the subway. You sure. just don't do it. You no, know I, I mean? know. <laughs> it's like, what are you looking at? You know, and, and buses are the same. Yep. So, like, you just don't talk to people. Yeah. So, which is a shame, but it, it is culturally the way it is. Mm-hmm. So, why is it different on Chariot? Why are the same people who yesterday would have ridden a subway or a bus mm-hmm. um, and and they don't typically share cabs would suddenly be willing to engage with other people in just yeah. another transportation vehicle. Well, people are naturally communal beings, right? Like okay. it's a it's sort of an not an anomaly, but in New York City, you're just packed into these subways, you get in there and there's this sense of an anonymity, right? Like you just yeah. want to hide and you want to plug in. Um on Chariot, you open the door and the driver says Good morning, Brittany, because they have an iPad. They know exactly who they're picking up. Um, You hop on and I've been riding around since we've launched and, you know, I'll talk to people on board that are just riders that don't work for Chariot and, and I'll say, I'm so sorry to disturb you during your commute, but I'd love to hear how your experience is. And they're like, oh, are you kidding? Like, I, I love talking in the morning. Like it's waking me up. It's helping get my day, but you know, started better. Um, But it's just not something you do when you're sort of rushing into a subway car or rushing into a group of people and you're just trying to get where you're going. 
this sort of takes that stress Absol- out of it. So you guys have Wi-Fi. Um, yep. Do you also have um, uh, ways to charge phones or anything like that? Or is this something We do have plugs about? on board, yes. See, to me, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. Like, that's what's missing on buses and subways is the mm-hmm. ability to pull, forget the Wi-Fi. The, 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 not to forget it. It's important. But sure. I'm saying the ability to... to uh, to power up while you're on board. That yeah. to me is that's like the yeah yeah I mean the there bo- is the main thing. <laughs> there's a sense of connection at a bunch of different levels, right? There's the sense of yeah. personal connection. There's yeah. the sense of literally connecting your devices. There's this you know you can connect to work on Wi-Fi or not. I yeah. don't care what you do during your commute, yeah. um, but yeah, it, it, you can either get more work done or you can relax, which I think you know, and that's the same for for any commute where you're not driving really but so let's get back to your announcement so yeah. the first crowd sourced route in new york city mm-hmm. which is your fourth city and you've only been here a month and a half mm-hmm. so two questions one um how big a deal is this for your company number yeah. one and and talk about that mm-hmm. and the second thing and related is what did you guys have to do to get ready to only six weeks in to actually be at a point where you got enough feedback and data mm-hmm. and you're able to publicize it and mm-hmm. be ready to launch it so quickly. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a big deal for for the company in the sense that, you know, it's our third route here in New York and we launched with the first two. And so this is really our opportunity to, to go and listen to the people who've been riding or the people who really want to ride um, and, and give them what they want and keep doing that. And, you know, ideally... This is we'll just keep rolling these out pretty quickly. Um, and from a preparation perspective, really, um, once we launched and once people were seeing chariots everywhere, they were looking up what they were. They have friends that can ride in current service areas and they're telling them how amazing it is. And, um, we, you know, we obviously did a lot of um, marketing and PR and advertising around it. Um, but really, it's been word of mouth. It's been people seeing them. It's been um, people talking to their friends who've experienced it and and they're really interested in doing it. And when you go online and enter your information and see that we don't have it, it already pushes you Mm. into the direction of, um, Hey, we don't have it here, but do you want to be the founder of it? (laughs) And, and that's what they get to do. Yeah. Have you guys considered naming your chariots? Um, we haven't, but that's an interesting idea. The the reason I I say that is the sense of ownership, Mm -hmm. the same, because like, okay, so Zipcar does it where you can name the cars, but honestly, I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to see that car this name. Yeah. Like honestly, I may never get to choose it. It's really hard to yeah. do that. But if the play, if if you're crowdsourcing, mm-hmm. the ability to then determine the name of the thing that you're in every day. Yeah. I and maybe there's a winner. You know, winning mm-hmm. name gets uh, six months for free on the yeah chariot or some something. You know, some reward. Um, to me, that I'm going to share that with everybody. That's if I, if you know, that's an interesting idea. We do name our service, uh, our service areas or our routes. So we have um, uh, Dumbo Direct mm-hmm. is our Greenpoint to Dumbo route, and then we have uh, um, the Eastside Express. And mm-hmm. so this one will be called the Midtown Mover. Um, nice. well, so that's fun. It, okay, that's cool. It's interest. That's an interesting idea, though, to to add that element into 
the process. It's definitely something I'll run by our team. I think cool. that that could be a fun. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, any last thoughts on this announcement and, and this, uh, this new initiative and uh, even just about being in New York? Yeah, I mean, I think for anybody listening, we'd love to hear more if you're in New York, especially about where you want us to go. And um, we are really excited by the level of service we've been able to provide so far and the feedback we've gotten from our riders. They have found it to be much more reliable than what they were using before. And Mm -hmm. that runs the gamut of all transportation options. Um, And that's based on where they are. So if you're feeling like you can't it's taking you an hour to get to work but you think it could take you 15 minutes which is the case in some areas let us know because we want to help solve that commute and how can people yeah to do that go to chariot.com slash roots and enter your commute there and it'll pop up and give you the opportunity to found a new service area and once you get your friends and your neighbors and your family and whomever else signed on will will launch there is there a next city on the radar? There are many next cities. Um, we're looking to be at a, in about eight by the end of the year, and then um, obviously more in 2018. So that's awesome. All right, so let's close on this. So from your time riding in chariots, mm-hmm. what has been your favorite connection moment that you've had? Um, hmm, that's an interesting one. I had a connection a few days ago, actually, talking with a uh, a rider who is pretty new to the city, and she graduated college very recently, and was sort of telling me about her experiences, and and that was a wonderful conversation. But I think for me, the idea that Chariot is now part of her understanding of her adult life already this early on is a really wonderful opportunity for us, and um, a wonderful opportunity for her as well. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Brittany Lewis, the marketing manager for Chariot. Um, Looks like ride of the future. Let's hope. (laughs) All right. Congratulations on uh, this new crowdsourced route in New York City. Thank you. All right. That's it for this special report from Travel Is Your Business. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I'm Mark Rako, and we'll see you next week for a regular episode. Have a great day. This has been Travel Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at travelisyourbusiness.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Travel Biz Show. That's Travel B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, travelisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.